I'm Christian. And I'm Brody. And this is Amplify, Amplify, a podcast that provides a launching pad for discussion about life on the mission field in the Americas. All right, we're here with Ryan and Lindsay Rhodes. They're part of our Amp Affinity here in the Americas. Ryan, Lindsay, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Well, I am Ryan. This is Lindsay. Uh, I serve as the HR director here in Lima, and it's where our family lives. Yep, and we have three kids, Max, who's turning nine this week, and Theo, who's seven, and Nora's five. And uh, we live in Lima, Peru, with you guys. That's awesome. Yep. We've served on the field about 12 years. Uh, 10 of those started in Nairobi, Kenya. We served the Sub-Saharan Africa Affinity. That's where I became an HR director in 2016. Just a little bit about what I do. Um, there's normal day-to-day -day HR paperwork processing moving paper from one desk to another desk, mm -hmm. um, transfers, working with the affinity directors team, which we call the ADT, lots of acronyms with the IMB. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that's the finance director, logistics director, affinity operations director, and we kind of, you know, work together to, to answer questions for, for the affinity, um, but also, you know, those more hard kind of HR situations when people have to, leave the field for family reasons or you know somebody's super sick in their family um, and just making sure they know where to get the right answer um, and then of course investigations and difficult conversations when people aren't doing what they're supposed to do but we trust that you guys are going to do exactly what you're supposed to do all the time some so. of the fun stuff and some of the hard stuff right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't even need to get into that yeah. as you can tell it's really exciting stuff yeah. Yeah, but I, sure. I think the bottom line is we're here to keep missionaries on the field and support missionaries mm -hmm. and all that fun stuff and on the side I'm a nurse and so that can be kind of fun too is yeah. getting into ministry more hands on oh, which sure. is really fun that's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool that you use your your uh, job that you had in the states now in ministry as yeah. you're serving on the field. That's yes, really amazing. And that's actually what brought us to the field in the first place. Our first job was me doing nursing in Africa. So, yeah, it was really fun. Super cool. Yes, yeah. yeah. super cool. cool. Super cool. So as we move into this, um, you know, we are here to have a conversation, and so we wanted to start with. Uh, we know that we are missionaries. Uh, but we are also normal people, obviously. Uh, and so we just wanted to ask you guys, um, just share a hardship. Does a hardship come to mind as you think about your term in Africa, or your service in Africa, or um, here? Is, is, was there a difficult time on the field? And we just want you guys to talk and speak to that, if you can. Sure. Yeah, I think, um some of those hardships can come from day one, where um, a lot of times you're coming from a career, um, a position of influence, maybe in your local church, either as a, you know, a lay leader or you're actually on staff, mm -hmm. um, and you had a lot of responsibility or with your family, and then you arrive to a place and maybe you don't know the language at all, and you can't even ask simple questions of your neighbor. You don't know how to buy groceries. You don't know how to pay bills. And that can really put you in a position of feeling like you've lost your identity. And so from day one, you may be expecting hardships to come, you know, at some point when a family member back in the States passes away. And yeah, that, that is hard. 
Um, we both have lost grandparents on the field and mm -hmm. friends, but um, I think that that's a surprising one is that loss of identity right from day one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that's true. And I think it's just hard when you don't even know, like, you know, like Ryan mentioned, grocery shopping, like yeah. where to go grocery shopping, what food to get, um, how to pay your bills or how to even ask those questions. And that can be really um, humbling in a lot of ways. And that's a hard thing to deal with. Mm -hmm. And that maybe you're not expecting when you get to the field. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes, mm -hmm. I can definitely uh, second that as I didn't even know where to put the trash. Yes. <laughs> when I got to Mexico. Yeah. Did you figure it out? I, I did, yes. Okay. I just watched. I watched people and where they put their trash and mm -hmm. then I just dumped it there. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> observations. Yes, yeah. observations. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, now we want to move into the time that we're going to talk about the topic of this podcast. So, the topic of this podcast is team mentality. You are uh, in HR and so that's why we have you all um, on this podcast. We just want to give um, a platform for you all today to speak on um, good team mentality. And so the first question is, uh, what elements uh, make up a good team? Yeah, a um, couple of quick tips. I think there's a lot that said kind of at FPO and in your first year about don't come to the field with any expectations. Yeah. Because you don't know what it's going to be like. But what I've seen is inevitably we have expectations that we don't even realize. And a lot of those are subconscious. Like you arrive at the airport and nobody's there to pick you up. And you're now very disappointed because that's an unmet expectation right, that right. you probably didn't even voice to anybody, but you just had that expectation. Now, I fully anticipate that. Your new team, they'll pick you up from the airport. Um, but those are good conversations to have. Instead of trying to force yourself not to have any expectations, to just realize that you're going to have some. And so go ahead and have those conversations and just walk through, um, even before arriving with your new team leader, the new people on your team, um, the first you know few weeks. Just think about those things. What's day one going to look like? Is somebody going to take me to the grocery store? The first time I'm out doing ministry, who's going to go with me? And when do I start language? And when do I move to my apartment or my house? Or am I going to get a car? The answer may be we don't know yet. But at least then you'll have some, some hooks to hang some of those expectations on. But I do think inevitably there will be unmet expectations. I mean, your team, they're human beings and we all sin and make mistakes and we're not perfect. Yeah, That's why we have Jesus. That's right. Um, yeah. But um, I think inevitably there will be those, un those unmet expectations. And I think one thing that somebody told me one time is to just assume good intent from your team members. That's right. And, you know, don't go into it thinking you know, they're out to get me or they're trying to make it hard or they're being selfish, you know, we're all here for the same reason. Mm -hmm. We want to lift Jesus's name up and spread his glory and his kingdom. And, um, and so just assuming that your team members are doing that too in their own way. And yeah, lastly, real quick, complain is kind of like a taboo negative word in Christian circles, but I would just say you're going to have needs and you need to advocate for yourself and your family. So complain to the person that can help you. That's good advice. Yeah. If my apartment's leaking, I'm not going to call my doctor. 
and be like, right, right. hey, my, my pipes are leaking at my apartment. <laughs> um, that's not going to help. Um, you know, if it's your team leader that needs to help you, then, then go to him and, and advocate for yourself. If it's a logistics problem, you've got a logistics person there to help you, and we want to help. So just reach out. Yeah. It's good advice. It's good advice. So I know you all talked a little bit about, you talked about having conversations on the front end. You talked about um, just being honest and going through these things. From day one, our people are coming towards the field. What else would you say from day one would be a big uh, contributing factor to having a great team mentality? I think one really good piece of advice we got when we first got to the field was to get outside of your front door. Get outside of your front door and walk around your neighborhood. And from day one, so that you know that you can do that, that's something you should be doing. Don't get mm -hmm. stuck behind behind walls or fences. And I think that that's the same with your team. Mm -hmm. Get involved in your team right away. Um, have conversations from day one, enjoy meals together, live life together from day one, yeah. so that you're setting those day-to-day -day routines that you're living life with your, with your team. Yeah, good communication. Um, you know, you may be living very close to your team. You may be an hour, a couple hours away, but just figuring out when are good rhythms and opportunities to um, spend time together, and not every conversation has to be a work conversation. Yeah, um, yeah. You could talk about football, you could talk about movies, you could talk about life, your family, what your kids are going through. Right. And so as you think about team mentality, uh, what scripture comes to mind that you can, um, can speak to? Yeah, Philippians 2 is uh, encouraging to me, where Paul is just encouraging um, believers to have the same mind of Christ and not to think of yourself, you know, more highly than you ought, but to humble yourself and to take that place of a servant just like Jesus did. And um, it's really dangerous when, when we start to, to assume that um, somebody owes us something or, or my team leader should do this for me or, you know, logistics owes me this kind of car that has, you know, the the, yeah, the, <laughs> um, and and becoming entitled mm -hmm. really really can hurt um, your team. But when you put yourself in that humble position and um, you're joyful for every good thing that those around you get, those cool opportunities for somebody on your team to you know travel and be a part of this cool cohort somewhere, mm -hmm. and they got this really awesome opportunity. Be joyful for them. Don't hold that in your heart against them. Good word. Yeah. And I appreciate you talking about that, about having joy and having hope with that. Because a lot of times in the field, we can look at the hard things. We can look at the things we struggle with. And we forget to look forward and having hope and joy in what Christ has already done for us. So speaking about that and looking at y'all's experience in the field, what sort of hope do you have among the people you work with, among um, your people groups here in the Americas, what hopes do you have moving forward? I think, you know, for me, I have really been humbled in our experience on the field. We talked a little bit about that. Um, and I really had to lean on Christ. New opportunities every day to just lean on Him and find hope in Him. But just remembering that He's put our team around me 
and that I can lean on them too. And you know, we've been through some hard times and we've been frustrated and been down on the field. And it's the people around us that help to build us back up that we can rely on and trust. And so um, I also find hope in that, that we have a good team that um, makes us laugh when we need to laugh and gives us hugs when we need to hug and, and all that. Yeah, and I think there's safe people um, to talk to and you've got to find those people um, in your life and it kind of depends on you know what the frustration might be. Uh, I'm not going to always call my family back in the States mm -hmm. and complain about living overseas because they've never lived overseas. Yeah. Um, and then the, if I ever do that, the advice they give is always terrible advice yeah. because they don't know. Mm -hmm. and, and that's fine. And uh, um, but then there's other people, your colleagues, those around you that have experienced those frustrations. Um, and then if, if you need to reach out to member care, um, you can. And just, I think for me and for a long time, now is a little different. We've been here a, lot, a while, but um, for a, a long time, I really had to cling to God's called me to this. This was my calling. I've accepted that calling and God made a way and that calling is going to sustain me when, just to be honest, all I want to do today is buy a plane ticket and go home. Yeah. And that's a very real day on the field um, when it took you seven hours to go to a post office and pick up a package that somebody mailed you and now life is terrible and all you want to do is go home. Um, yeah, finding those safe people to talk to but cling to the fact that the Lord has called you to this. And then, you know, maybe you just need to go buy ice cream. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> well, ice cream fixes a lot. Yeah. yeah. No, it, does. it does. It does. Well, we want to thank you all for being here and having this conversation about team mentality. Uh, any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with? We love you guys. We're for you. We want to see you succeed and uh, thrive where the Lord has called you and anything that anyone in the affinity can do, um, we're all for you.